Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi, everyone. Welcome to With Wit. I am coming to you right now from New York. We're actually in Southampton having the most beautiful time. I feel guilty even kind of like having it and saying it, but I'm trying to really be in the moment and savor this. We've been here for about a week now and it has just been so amazing to see Sonny meet all of this family that he's never met before and actually spend quality time with them. Would you guys want to hear an episode about my trip? I'm thinking about recording one this week with Timmy. So stay tuned if that interests you. For now, though, I'm here to tell you a little bit about my guest I'm sharing with you today. Emily Didonato is so unbelievably amazing. She is a model, a supermodel. She's an entrepreneur, an influencer, a content creator, and a YouTuber. She literally does it all. And she's pregnant, which is so exciting. I've been admiring her career for years and was so excited to talk with her. She made me just feel so comfortable with her charm and her kindness. And we had just the best time. We talked body image, the struggle of comparing ourselves to others during pregnancy, her new amazing simple skincare line, Covey, skincare tips, and so much more. I hope you love. Here is Emily. I am really so excited to chat with you because I have known your face for like a really long time. And I've always thought you were so, so, so beautiful. And I feel so excited to chat with you because you've taken your modeling career and done something really amazing and become quite the entrepreneur. I first want to just start out with how how you got into modeling, just like how, how your career started. Yeah. First of all, I want to say thank you. That was very complimentary of you to say <laughs> all of that. So flattered. Um, 
So getting into modeling. Yeah. I started modeling when I was about 17 years old. I was scouted at a mall in Connecticut. Uh Um, There was actually like a modeling competition happening there. And I was like walking around with my mom and someone approached me and they were like, Oh, you should like come on stage and do this thing. And I always say to people, I'm like, Laura was like, oh, I always thought those things were scams. I'm like, most of the time, I'm sure that they are, but there just happened to be some actual agents from real reputable agencies there. And I met with a bunch of top New York agencies. And then shortly after that, I went to Manhattan and met with a bunch of people in person and signed with an agency. And I literally started working like weeks later. It happened very, very quickly. Like I was shooting a campaign for Ralph Lauren, like within two weeks. Oh my God. So it, it happened fast, which I'm really glad that it did because I don't know how long I would have lasted like totally hustling in this industry if it totally. hadn't gone that way. <laughs> totally, totally. I can't even imagine. But I mean, obviously you're so beautiful and charming. I'm not surprised that you got work that quickly. You've been on so many covers of so many magazines like Vogue and Elle and Harper's Bazaar. Like, what's it like? doing a cover shoot for such massive publications. Like I did, I, not to like, this is not like, (laughs) but I did like teen Vogue just because I was working there and we were filming a reality show. And then like, I did cosmopolitan too. And I remember being so surreal. Do you remember any specific moments from any of those cover shoots? I mean, I just feel like anytime you're ever shooting a cover, it does feel very surreal, like you said, and you are kind of like, this is going to be like all over wherever this magazine is going to be publicized. Mm-hmm. It, it never gets old though, even still, like I'm visiting my parents right now and I opened an old magazine that I was in, like one of the first ones I had ever done for like Glamour in like 2008, which is totally aging me. And you're just <laughs> like, oh my God, like I was so little and like had no idea what I was doing. And then it just gets printed a million times over and people see it. It's always surreal and it's yeah. always exciting. And every time you hold it, and especially now because magazines are so much less of like a thing. So when you hold a real magazine, especially the old ones with that like thick paper, you're like, this is pretty epic. I'm really grateful that I've been able to do this. Obviously you started when you were young and you booked amazing jobs so quickly. Like what was that like for you mentally? You know, what was it like for you to go to be in that industry and have so much of your self-worth like based on how you looked. I can't even imagine because I feel like I have it on the really small scale. But obviously, as like an international supermodel, it sort of starts to like define you, but it's not really you. Like, it's just the vision of you, you know? So like, how did you handle all that? Yeah, it was definitely hard. I mean, because I started when I was 17 years old, it it became very much a part of my identity early on because I had to make the tough decision whether or not I was going to go to college. So then I chose mm-hmm. to go to college and I decided to model full-time and I moved to Manhattan full-time. And then I put so much pressure on myself. Like I was like, okay, all of my friends are all at university right now, like having the times of their lives, like making new friends and like building their careers or studying. And I'm like in New York alone, like trying to make this modeling thing work. Like making that decision was just so vastly different than everyone else around me, you know, which made me insecure. And it made me like, I have put just so much pressure on myself to be successful. Right. So when I got to, to Manhattan and I started working and, you know, I would get the feedback from agents and from jobs and from magazines and, you know, 
people would say like, she's too curvy. She's too muscular, too big. Like don't know where she's going to fit in in all of this. And I remember just being like, in the beginning, I almost didn't take it to heart in the sense that I was like, oh, I just have to like lose 15 pounds and do like X, Y, and Z. And like, if I work out X, Y, and Z hours and like do this, then I'll just right. like the way it's totally right. fine. Like I can do that right. because I think I was just like, I just want to be successful. And if that's what I need to do, like I can do that. No worries. Mm-hmm. And it just escalated so quickly. Like I was away from my family from the first time away from my friends for the first time. And then I was living alone. And I think it was really easy to pick up unhealthy habits because I yeah. just thought that I was doing my job. Right. And when you're young, right. you're like, I'm like checking the box. Like this is what I was told to do. And then you come out on the other side and you're like, Oh, I'm actually quite unwell. I did not realize it caught up to me. A hundred percent. Yeah. I obviously at 17, you're so impressionable. And even until 30, I feel like you're so impressionable. And if it's, if it's the way that you earn your living and you have these adults in your life that are also, that you also really trust, like I always felt like agents and producers and the people on the show, they really put you in a spot to like, to like trust them, you know, but so then you're a little bit like confused and manipulated and you're not, and you're not sure like what you should really be doing. So that can be really tricky to take on. Totally. And I feel like that's probably what sparked you having all these important conversations about body positivity and struggles with your body image, right? Which is something that wasn't really being looked at or like questioned when you started out. No, definitely not. Like even when I think back when I first started, like being a size six, which by the way, is not big. It's so small. It's It's so so small. small. (laughs) Like for our industry, like I was like the biggest person in the room, not to be dramatic, but I was like, whenever I would go to castings, I would, I remember just walking and be like, I just feel so large and in charge in comparison to everyone around me. (laughs) Cause everyone like, especially in like 2008 and 2009, all models looked exactly the same. Like, I'm not even kidding. Everyone was like six foot blonde, had a 34 inch hip and like dressed exactly the same. Like models were very much just a chameleon or this blank, blank canvas. Yeah. Yeah. So then when I, you know, I started working more and more and I became, you know, I started speaking about body positivity, but I, I only started speaking about it when I reached a point where I was like, I feel comfortable enough talking about this and I've processed it enough on my own. And I don't feel like I'm blaming anyone for what I've gone through. Like I chose to be in this industry and it came with difficulties for my mental and spiritual and physical health. Here's how I dealt with it. And also like, here's how I'm still dealing with it. Because as much as I want to say like, I'm cured and I love my body every day when I wake up, like that's just not the case. I still have days where I compare myself to others and I don't feel great. Now that I'm pregnant, that's a whole other layer, you know? I know. Yeah, I know. I remember being pregnant and really judging my weight gain and being like, how much did you, like asking my friends, like how much weight did you gain at this point? Like how much weight did you gain at this point? And then I started to be like, why am I even doing this? Like our bodies are so different and how we take on pregnancy is so different. Mm -hmm. Like no two pregnancies are the same. What do you feel like, like, what do you tell yourself when those kinds of thoughts start to creep in? And how do you, how do you cope with the constant body image situation? Because yes, it's one thing to like talk about it and be like, own it and, and be confident and, you know, love the skin that you were born with and everything. Like all of those things are amazing and important to say, but how do you actually personally like 
cope with it when you, like I was saying, like when you feel those insecure thoughts starting yeah. to creep in. I, yeah, I'm glad you said all that. Cause it is true. Like, I feel like you're encouraged to be like, I feel beautiful and this is amazing. And yeah. like, but I absolutely have moments where I'm like comparing myself to other people, social media, especially being pregnant, like yeah. has affected me in a totally different way. Um, meaning comparing your, myself being like, you know, I feel like when you're pregnant, those words float around like, oh, she's all bump or carrying so small or like right. this, or I only like, it's just a much. little, yeah, it's just a little yeah. basketball. Like oh. you can't even tell from behind <laughs> and you don't even realize that though that's actually like framing the conversation in a, like a negative way. Like totally. I've yeah. like seen this TikTok trend where people are like, oh, you can't tell that I'm pregnant from behind. And then the person turns around and it's like there's a bit like little basketball there. And I'm like, you know, I've gotten to this point. Now I have to like I wanted to show so badly at one point because you know when you're yeah. in that weird in-between yes. stage where you're like not really showing and you just feel kind of like weird and don't fit into your pants, but you don't have a bump either. Yeah. Just like soft and pudgy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then you finally get the bump and I'm like, oh, now I'm supposed to like, not look like I have a bump or not look pregnant. Like how the heck do I win here? Right. I do like, I, I have those moments where I compare myself to other people. I've discussed it with other people. Like also it's, I think the etiquette around pregnancy conversations, people straight up were like, how much weight did you gain so far? And I'm like, yeah, that I gained weight. And it's like, well, it's pretty obvious. (laughs) (laughs) You're pregnant, like more than halfway. But I think honestly, and this goes back to like how I was like when I started getting better about like my mental and spiritual health, when it came to my body and body Mm -hmm. positivity, Mm -hmm. that distraction is like a wonderful thing. Like when I find myself getting into those zones, if I'm spiraling on Instagram or like having a triggering conversation or I'm comparing myself to like what other people look like, I'm like, I just need to like close this book right now. Like this, this, this inner dialogue I'm having is literally doing absolutely nothing. My only job right now is to like grow a healthy baby, do my best. Like I'm going to look different than other people, no matter how I slice it or dice it. Even if I only gained X amount of weight, I'm still going to look different than like some of these influencers who are just a little basketball. And I'm like, I just don't look like that right now. (laughs) So I just, sometimes I'm like, how do I shift my attention away from this? And that's always helpful to me. Cause I'm like, if this isn't serving me or helping me, or if I'm not being productive, why am I spending my time thinking about this easier done. But I do think distraction can be a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I think it's also like taking notice of Mm -hmm. those thoughts happening and like re jiggering them in your brain and saying those things then that you tell yourself, you know, cause I think a lot of the time, whether it's social media or friends or whatever platform or we're comparing ourselves to other people on, we just have to be mindful of where our mind is going and not Mm -hmm. just like aimlessly be scrolling because I feel like there is just so much subconscious, like negative self-talk when we're doing that stuff. So it's like, yeah, just being present in your own mind. And like you said, like just shutting it off when you notice yourself doing that. Totally. You kind of have to be a little militant with yourself sometimes with your own thoughts, or I know that I have to be, because I can like go into a dark place, like very quickly and be looking in the mirror and then feeling like, and then getting on the scale and then looking at other people and then freaking out. It's like, you got to kind of contain those moments. Yeah, (laughs) I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I will tell you, you know, as I'm sure you are going to get and probably are getting so much unsolicited advice. But the only thing I will say is that 
it doesn't stop. Like you're oh, going yeah. great. I mean, the thing that's the thing is that it's the comparing yourself, whether it's, am I breastfeeding? Are you breastfeeding? Am I starting, you know, am I giving them bottles too late? Like having a baby, there's obviously so much unknown stuff that I feel like it's in our nature sometimes to just compare ourselves to other people and ask other people what they're doing. And I feel like as long as you are continuing to like stay true to yourself and ask yourself like what works the best for me and my family, that's like all that really should matter at the end of the day, you know? That's really good advice because yeah. yeah, I feel like you do get a lot, a lot of unsolicited feedback, advice, experiences, trauma stories. And then you're like, Oh God, how what am do I, I going to do with all this? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I've just chosen, like, I, I chose my pediatrician for a reason and I ask all of my questions and make sure I'm doing whatever needs to be done based on their kind of like guidelines and what they suggest mixed with my comfort zone. And I feel like that's what works for me. You know, like I've chosen an expert and like, I just want to kind of stick to that path and not question and not like have a million conversations with everybody. Yes. And now a word from one of our sponsors. Yay. I am so excited to be working with Rent the Runway because as some of you may know, I did a collaboration with them last year and I just really believe in everything they're doing in terms of making fashion a more sustainable industry. Open the doors to Rent the Runway's closet in the cloud so you can step out bigger than ever. It's fall. Everyone wants to get dressed up, get out of the house a little bit safely in parentheses, might I add, because you're ready to rent the runway. The world is your runway and it is time to get going. You can rent my collection on there, just FYI. It's a totally seasonless collection. I did a fall and a spring collection, really awesome basics, this nude tuxedo suit that you can dress up, dress down, and the most perfect trousers to pair with or accessorize and style with other essentials in your closets. Membership trials start at only $69. Kick off your best dress fall with one of Rent the Runway's monthly memberships. Whether you're doing work from home situations, cozy hang looks, last minute adventures. There's nothing this closet can't handle. They give you monthly shipments of designer clothing and accessories for a flat monthly price. Super free and easy. Shipping, cleaning, and rental coverage is all included. And you have a full designer closet to choose from without the price tag. So accessible for all budgets. For you guys, I'm giving you 30% off to change the way you get dressed. Choose from the largest shared designer closet, Rent the Runway. Rent, buy, subscribe. The choice is always yours. Valid for a limited time. So visit renttherunway.com today and use the promo code WITHWIT for 30% off. Terms and conditions apply. I don't know what it is, but my two best friends have like the worst stomachs. I don't know what it is about me and attracting people with bad stomachs, but also Timmy, the worst stomach, like anything makes them go to the bathroom. But I am here to tell you about a product. If you are like either of my friends or my husband who has like any kind of 
health issues with stomach stuff, bloating, any kind of like the women's stuff we deal with when it comes to our bellies, you got to try Array. Array was created to help women feel the best so they can be their best. And through targeted products, which are 100% natural, filler-free, organic, and formulated by a naturopathic doctor. Their products work in under an hour so you can actually feel the results. There's this thing called the bloat capsule, which I've been telling everybody about, which are super versatile. The bloat capsules were really designed to give people food freedom so that everyone can enjoy the foods they love without any discomfort, gas, or bloating after. And it works on men too. Timmy is about to get a bottle and I feel like it's going to change his life. Plus the products are so chic, so cute. For 10% off, go to array.com and use code withwit at checkout. That's array.com, A-R-R-A-E.com and use code withwit at checkout for 10% off. Happy shopping and back to our chat. Moving off of that so that I don't like, I don't want to even give you any more unsolicited <laughs> advice. Um, I want to talk about how you pivoted into skincare because Covey looks amazing. And I just want to hear how it started and like how, what the evolution has been like. Yeah. Um, so we started Covey, I mean, myself and my business partner, who's also my best friend, but it started because basically I had a love for beauty. I loved sharing my routines on the internet. I would buy all the products that were ever recommended to me, but it turned out that I was using too many products. I found skincare totally overcomplicated and confusing, and my skin just was not looking great. I wanted to kind of simplify it, but had no idea where to start. My business partner was the exact same. And then we started doing a lot of research. We, We went through comments on my social media platforms, on YouTube and on Instagram. We went on skincare addiction on Reddit. We were on Twitter looking through people's conversations, and we realized people had three key questions around skincare care, which were like, what products do I actually need in my routine? How do I use them? And what order am I supposed to be using them in? And do these products work together? Uh So those questions where we found like kept popping up in these conversations on my social and in these kind of skincare communities. And we realized that we were not alone. So we partnered with Dr. Julie Rusak in New York, and she helped us come up with this three-step system. And we just wanted to create a simple, effective routine that worked together and really Uh just simplify skincare and make a routine that was so easy that you felt great about returning to it again and again. So that's how Covey came to be, but it took us a really long time to formulate. We tested the products on over 150 different people. Um, so the formulation took a little over three years. So now that it's out in the world, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I can finally talk about this. (laughs) Yeah. I bet. I know what it feels like to be working on something forever and to then have that moment where it's out and it's like, oh my God, you feel free. So, okay. I'm looking online at the routine right now. Explain to me the routine and and do you do this every morning and every night? Yep. So you can use it morning and night. It's extremely gentle. So we have, first of all, cleanser, which removes makeup, dirt, grime, sunscreen, everything. It's really supposed to replace your double cleanse. And when we were formulating that product, I would come home from shoots and have like 20 layers of makeup on. Mm -hmm. And I would try every iteration of this cleanser. And if it didn't take everything off within like 
30 seconds, we went back to the drawing board. <laughs> so it removes everything, including waterproof makeup. It's incredible without stripping or drying the skin. Amazing. Then we have our next up vitamin C serum. And if you can't tell so far, the names reference the order you are supposed to use. Them. I love it. <laughs> Making it as easy as possible on us. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> our next up serum, um, it's a vitamin C serum. And we use a different form of vitamin C called THG ascorbate. A lot of people are familiar with L-ascorbic acid, but THG ascorbate is more gentle, more stable, meaning once you open it, it doesn't oxidize and lose its effectiveness mm. deeper into the skin. It's actually 50 times stronger than L-ascorbic acid, oh my um, God. which a lot of people don't know, but it is like an incredible ingredient and paired with grapeseed extract and vitamin E, the three of those ingredients work together to enhance each other's benefits. So that's your antioxidant. And then we have our last but not least moisturizer, which is just this perfect balance of water-based hydration and oil-based moisture. We have squalene in there, sodium hyaluronate. It has all of these super hydrating, moisturizing ingredients. And for that, I really wanted something that played well under makeup. So I would test that when I went to work and ask makeup artists, like, how does my skin feel? How is the makeup going on on top of it? Mm -hmm. We wanted to make sure it absorbed quickly, great for day and for night, no pilling or anything like that. And it leaves just this amazing, dewy, glowy um, look to the skin. And then those are the three products. Yeah. And I use them day and night. Amazing. I mean, I love the fact about the no pilling and especially with aging skin. And that's not to say that we're even old at all. Like I'm 36 (laughs) years old, but like it's definitely it's, you know, there's lines and spots and things happening. And so I feel like my routine before my makeup is actually even more important than that, than the makeup, because it's the foundation for how the makeup will actually look. So I love that. I need to try that. So you do this morning and night. This is like your routine every day. Yep. Every single day. And I felt like for me, because I came from using so many products, I really felt like I was overwhelming my skin and combining so many ingredients that should not be combined. Mm -hmm. Um, Really simplifying and pairing it back and doing the same thing day and night made the biggest difference for my skin. Amazing. Okay. And what did your what did the doctor and partner say about retinol? Like, did she ever, I know obviously you can't take that right now, but I feel like there's so much conversation about retinol right now. And it's something that I, uh, don't use because (laughs) my skin's just so sensitive and I don't really want to go through that, like peeling red process, but like, is that ever something that you've used and something that the doctor recommends? Yeah. So actually it's funny when we spoke with Dr. Rusak about a retinol, like, Retinols obviously are great for helping with collagen productions, but so is a vitamin C serum. Vitamin C serums are great, which is why we recommend ours in the evening because your skin goes into like restorative mode and is able to kind of penetrate and help you produce that collagen. But for a retinol, yes, I've used one. I've used tretinoin, which is like a super strong version of that. I've used that. But that's the thing. It's so strong on the skin. And I've always had trouble finding a balance for that or finding like what works for that in my routine, because I never knew what I was going to get the next morning when I woke up. And that's the other thing in all of our research and social listening, we did like having gentle products was something that so many people really wanted. So I'm sure people want to dip their toe in the pool, but it's scary because you don't know what you're going to get when you wake up the next day. (laughs) Right. Right. And so like, does the vitamin C help with dark spots? Yes. Yes. It helps with hyperpigmentation. It helps 
protect the skin from free radicals, helps with collagen production. We also have glycerin in there and a bunch of other really hydrating ingredients. It's like a totally different texture than L-ascorbic acid. It's kind of like more of this milky consistency. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's really, really nice. And we've had so many people say that it's helped with their hyperpigmentation. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I need to get these three for my yes. trip. I'm about to travel <laughs> on Monday and my toiletry bag is so annoyingly heavy and huge. Like literally my husband, I kind of keep it like <laughs> packed all the time. Cause I just pack so much stuff. I like don't want to keep repacking and packing, but like I need a system like this where it's just like three things. And then what, like what kind of foundation or CC cream or anything are you using on top? Or do you even use anything on So honestly, especially while I've been pregnant, the most I do is a little bit of concealer. I have my old faithful, like Maybelline instant age rewind and the color sand. And I just use that on my spots. And then I, yeah, like I don't ever do like a liquid foundation or anything like that. It's just like never paired well, like just for my day to day. I think it's also because I'm so used to wearing makeup at work and so much of it that when I don't have to, I'm like not going to put my Yeah. I'm the exact same. I'm the exact same. And even now, like I always feel that, I mean, if you like the, the no makeup makeup look, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's an easier way to achieve that with just like the concealer on the spots than if you were to use a foundation or a CC cream, like all over your face. Exactly. Like I think a great moisturizer concealer and then a great kind of like creamy blush, like that's the key to like no makeup makeup. Yes. What kind of creamy blush are you using? (sighs) For blushes, sometimes I just use honestly the lipstick that I use. So for my lipstick, I always use Clinique Chubsticks in the color Fuller Fig. And I use that on my lips and my cheeks. And it's kind of like, you know, a lipstick consistency. Yeah. I love that. I I just love that. It just looks really dewy and hydrated and glowy. And that's what I love. Okay. Amazing. And then obviously I have seen you on so many Maybelline commercials <laughs> yeah. with the mascara. So yes. are you still using that? Like what is your go-to mascara? Yes. I love Colossal, Maybelline's Colossal, which is the yellow tube. They've come out with so many, but I always go back to that one because I love the fluffy brush and like, Ooh. it just works the best for my lashes because I don't have a lot going on in the lash department. Not Neither do I. I've just been starting to use this Dime Beauty. um, It's like a natural lash serum and you can use it on your lashes and your brows. And I've honestly, I've been using it for two weeks and my eyes usually get really like red and sensitive with that kind of stuff, but it hasn't been doing that. It's a really like clean formula and it's been working. So highly recommend, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. And now a word from one of our brand partners. KiwiCo is a company that brings you hands-on science and art projects you can get delivered right to your door. We've been using KiwiCo forever and have made some of the cutest things. We made this awesome snake that Sunny actually still has. He loves the googly eyes. He loves filling it up. He loved watching it actually come to life and become 3D. It's like a science fair or art class literally right to your door. And I was even surprised by how much I loved it. Anyways, your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to your door every month. They'll be so excited to see them arrive in the mail. You'll also be surprised with how quality the materials are. They're like real engineering science and art projects for children. 
I could just feel Sunny being so invested and feeling like that little sense of confidence after we were done with the project. And there's something for kids of all ages. So KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can actually just spend quality time tackling projects together. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's, like I said, something for every kid or kid at heart like us at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code WITHWIT at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code WITHWIT. And now back to our chat. Do you have any like must know skincare tips that you've discovered through all your research while building the brand? I mean, through research, I think consistency, we saw that like so many people saw a really big difference in their skin where they were, when they were consistent with their routine, obviously Uh when you're going to bed with your makeup on and then the next day you're like doing your full skincare routine and then a face mask, we found that like, it was actually quite irritating for people's skin, especially Mm -hmm. introducing so many new products, which was something Dr. Rusak also told us that was like a huge issue with her patients was like, people were just introducing too many products and not giving anything a chance to really work. Right. So it really just drills into that idea that like simplicity and consistency can be on your side. You just need to give your products like a little bit of time. But I think we all, because skincare is so popular, there's so much information out there. We want to introduce so many products, try new things. We get sent new things. I'm sure you do too. And you're like putting it all on your face all at the same time. Right. For me personally, aside from like being consistent and like keeping it simple, the biggest thing, the thing that makes the biggest difference for me and my skin is like being thoughtful about my sleep schedule. So I go to sleep and wake up always at the same time. And I sleep the same amount every single night, like exactly seven and a half hours. How do you do that? <laughs> like how do how is your body on a clock like that? It is. I mean, I literally go to bed first of all, at like nine 30 at night. So oh it's pretty easy, but you know what? I'm just do you just get in bed and close your eyes and fall asleep? I put on a sound machine and I am like out like a light. I, oh my God. <laughs> seriously, I'm so systematic about it, but you know what? I'll just like flourish in that for now. Cause Lord knows it will not be like that much longer. Yes. Baby's coming. <laughs> totally. Totally. I'm like, don't stress about that. Just live in the moment and enjoy it right now. Don't even exactly. think about what the future holds with that. <laughs> but that's, I've never, that's so amazing that your body is able to do that. But sleep is I know, it's like, it's so annoying how important sleep is for your skin because it's like, if I sleep too much too. I get huge dark circles under my eyes. Oh, like really I feel like my skin just looks like tired, droopy, dull. Like it's not too much and not too little. Like finding right. that number for me was so key. Right. And then like, what do you do about an eye cream or do you I not need don't one? use one? Yeah. So all of your, you, your products are able to just be under the eye and you don't need an, an additional eye cream. No. And for cut for the cubby routine, that's really meant to be like a foundation, like a foundational routine. You can always add more products. Of course you can add an eye cream or like an oil or anything else that you want to add. Um, but we like just came out with these like core essentials for you to use. Yes. I love that. I think so much of life right now is just about essentials because everything is so complicated. We just really want what we only actually need. Exactly. This is amazing. So what were, what were some of like the hurdles that you ran into when starting it? Or like, what are some of the things that you've learned in starting this business? Yeah. I mean, I think 
gosh, so much. I think some of the hurdles was just like the formulation process was very long and difficult and like getting feedback and going back to the lab and figuring out what was important and like what we wanted in the products and what we didn't want in the products. And we realized that there were so many ingredients that were very irritating for people and their skin in our research, meaning fragrance, dyes, sulfates, parabens. So we left all of that out, but trying to create a great product that was also clean and non-toxic, it just led to like just so much time, you know, like that was so hard for myself, my business partner. Cause like the branding was done. The idea was done. The concept was done, but like perfecting the products was just a really long pull. Yeah. But and the most important thing because yes. really like the product and what's in them and how they work will sustain and grow the business, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think the other really hard part was just like when we finally were done with everything, like bringing it out into the world and into the market, like, you know, for myself, I was just a model for so long and that's kind of all that I did. So for me personally, like coming out with my own brand was just scary. And, uh, I had imposter syndrome. I still have imposter syndrome. I like, it too. I believe <laughs> it's so me. I, it's so, it's so bad and so sad. Cause it's like, <laughs> we work so hard, you know, yeah. and it's, it's not like this stuff just came out of nowhere. Like you worked on this skincare line for years. And then to think that you weren't worthy of this is so not okay, but I get it. I get it. It happens to almost all of us. I would say. I know that was definitely hard, but those are kind of the two hardest things I think. And then when you put it out there though, what was the response? Like, I'm sure everyone was dying to know what you were using on your skin and wanted all the information from you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was the best part. I think was how positive the response was in terms of like, you know, regular people who were just fans or people who followed me who bought the product and loved it. And then Mm -hmm. of course I sent it to so many friends and so many family and influencers and celebrities and people that I I knew and was connected with. And so many people were like, this is actually amazing. And people were organically talking about it and sharing it on their feeds. And I was just like, this is a dream come true because we work so hard on this product. And the fact that people are just like, wow, this is actually really, really great. Cause I know yeah. we all get sent so many things and try so many things. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was just like, it made it feel, I dreamt of that moment, you know, like right. I remember myself and my business partner being like, oh my God, like let's, what's it going to be like when someone posts a story about Cubby <laughs> now, like I mean, so many people have done that, but like, that's what we used to say to each other like it's all the so time. Cool. It's so cool. And so when you have those little thoughts of imposter syndrome poking through, you need to tell yourself that and remind yourself like how many people are using it and loving it and organically like spending their hard earned money on it. You know, like I'm looking at your routine right now and you have like so many reviews. Like it's so (laughs) it's so amazing. It really is so amazing. Thank you. So in like all this craziness and busyness, how right now and being pregnant too, like how are you taking care of yourself? Any health or wellness practices or nutrition or anything that you're doing to like make sure that you're staying happy and healthy. Yeah. I mean, especially while I've been pregnant, I go to acupuncture every week. That for me has always been like a huge, always made such a big difference for me, like mentally and spiritually and like how I overall feel. I'm working out every day. So I, that's like one thing, my entire pregnancy diet hasn't been perfect, but like terms of working out, I'm always good at like getting to the gym because it just makes me feel so much better. So I'm lifting weights, doing yoga, doing Pilates, 
walking, which just, it helps so much. I could, I only do like 30 minutes sometimes at a time, but especially when you're pregnant, I'm sure, you know, like even when you do one small thing like that, you're just so proud of yourself. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I even feel that now, like yesterday (laughs) I actually did a 33 minute virtual workout and I was like, Oh my God, go me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We need to do that always like be in that spirit. Um, And then prenatal massages are super helpful. And honestly, like I think the thing I've done the most, especially over the last couple of months is be kind of like protective of like my energy, meaning, and I don't say that to sound like wooey or no, I love that. It doesn't sound like that at all. Like I just, there's a lot of things and activities and people that I'm like, you know what? I think right now I'm going to stay home and just like spend time with my husband or like watch my show. And I think probably not helpful after like many months of being antisocial post COVID or COVID is still happening, but I just think it's like being kind of more, I feel like my energy source is so low in a way because like you're pregnant and you're tired and there's so much going on. And I just feel so fried some days that I'm like, I don't have anything to give and that's okay. And that is exactly, that is okay. I think that this is a really good practice when you're pregnant, like in figuring out how to set boundaries and like becoming comfortable with setting boundaries too, and not feeling guilty about them after you set them. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you so much for doing this, Emily. I honestly, I cannot wait to try your skincare. I think what you're doing is so awesome. And I think all your messaging about body positivity and coming from a place, like coming from the fashion industry and highlighting the healthy relationship with your body is just, it's so important and your skincare looks outstanding and yeah, just so excited to chat with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait for this to come out. Thank you. Of course. Tell everybody, where they can find you and your skincare. Yep. You can find me at Emily DiDonato on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Covey is just at C-O-V-E-Y Covey. So come say hello wherever you please. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.